MLM Nation, episode 53. You just don't want to be around negative people and people that are naysayers. And I would say just weed them out. You don't need them. There's so many people in this world that can lift you up and empower you and compliment you as a person so that you can grow with your friends. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and today I'm nostalgic. I'm proud, and I'm excited to bring a New Yorker. My hometown, that is, New York. A special guest from New York, Rachel Ortense. Rachel, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready, Simon. I'm a huge fan of your show, and now this is part of my daily dose of self-development, so I am more than ready. Rachel Ortense was happy and successful being a Pilates teacher and massage therapist until she had her first child. It was then that she realized that having a linear income, one that pays you only when you work, wasn't that attractive. However, Rachel needed the money to pay the bills, so she got a good-paying job working for a pharmaceutical sales company. She earned a great income, but wasn't fulfilling and didn't make her happy. And that's when she got a call from a friend who introduced her to a network marketing business. Rachel was hesitant at first because of her previous bad experience with MLM, but her belief in the profession made her enroll and take massive action. Once Rachel made that commitment, her business just took off. She was able to resign from her job in five months and is currently a two-star crown and one of the top income earners in her company. So Rachel, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Sure, Simon. Thank you so much again for having me on. So yeah, my, my background is actually in wellness and fitness. I, um, that's my passion. That's what I love to do. I, help, I love to help other people. And um, I've always been attracted to sales jobs. You know, my, my entire life, I've, I've been attracted to that type of work because I love the idea of, you know, um, working really hard and then getting paid for, for that, you know, in commissions. So throughout the years of living in New York City, I did a little bit of both, and then I kind of graduated into mostly teaching Pilates and massage therapy. I had some really great clients. Um, You know, I also worked in the nightclub industry, so, you know, being a New Yorker, it was... I, I couldn't really validate going out on the weekends and spending money. So instead, I thought about, you know, instead of going out, staying, you know, working in a place where it felt like you were out and making money. So I did a lot of networking during those years of my life because I was able to meet a lot of people in in those types of situations. And it just helped me in every opportunity that I came across in in my working years in New York City. And then, like you mentioned, I have two kids at home. After I had my my daughter, my second child, we had actually moved away from the city because, um, you know, it was too expensive to live in a, a small apartment and and we needed more space. So after I had my daughter, I was looking to go back to work. Not that I didn't want to be home with my kids, but I just loved what I, what I did. I loved being around people. My clients wanted to see me again. So... I, you know, thought about getting back into work. And so I did. But, you know, Simon, as you know, being from Brooklyn, you know, you have to pay for travel and it, and it costs money to travel into the city. And by the time I would, you know, spend money on a Metro card and spending an hour to get into the city. And then, you know, by the time I reached out and, and saw my first client already, I spent two hours or three hours on a babysitter where I wasn't making that, you know, that money back. So it was adding up pretty fast in my head that this whole linear thing wasn't working out for me. And I was thinking there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a way where I can make money and from home and do something that I'm passionate about that I love to do. And it just makes sense for our entire family. So that's when I originally got a call from an old friend, you know, that I hadn't spoke to in 15 years. I was sending him some baby pictures, him and his wife. And, you know, he came back to me and said, hey, Rachel, 
check out this video. And so that's kind of where I started with network marketing, Simon. So you initially had uh, not such a great experience, right? Can you share a little bit about that, your first experience? Yeah, I can. Um, you know, so when I first heard about my, my first company, I I got so excited. I had um, a three-way call with my sponsor and I had a Skype uh, presentation and, you know, he was drawing the whole, you know, boulder pushing up the hill and then it having momentum going down and it's unstoppable. And I loved the idea of that. I loved the idea of residual income. And, you know, one of the first questions I asked him was, you know, is it too late? Am I too late? Because I did know, I, I didn't know much about network marketing, but I did know, you know, timing is really important. And, you know, and so as I started to um, work in this company. And, and I told them, I said, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this 100%. I will not fail at this. Just tell me what it takes to be successful and I'll do it. So I was very, very coachable and I was very determined. I had so much, um, you know, passion and work ethic that I applied myself to this business. And, you know, two and a half years into it, it I, I did grow a large team and, um, you know, large to me, but I wasn't making the money that I thought I was going to make two and a half years into it. And I wasn't where I thought I was going to be. And it just started getting harder and harder and harder. And, you know, there were some problems going on in the company that I started to see. And, you know, I was being told, oh, no, it's don't worry about that. Just keep focusing on working and building. And, you know, I just got more and more discouraged. And I wasn't making the money. And, you know, a corporate staff started falling off. And just one thing after another where I just started losing hope and belief. And um, I actually then that's when I took a job in pharmaceutical sales because the opportunity had come up through a doctor friend that we knew and cause he saw the way I worked my business and he's like, you would be great at this company in pharmaceutical sales. So he got me the comp the job, um, in this company and it was a very, very niche drug. Um, so I made a lot of money in it. I wasn't passionate though. That was the issue was that one, I wasn't passionate. And two, I had this thing called a boss that, um, I soon realized that I'm allergic to bosses. So that didn't work out too well for me. But that was my experience. It was, you know, I, I felt defeated. I felt defeated. I was heartbroken. I had led a team of people down this path that I couldn't see myself going down any further. And so, you know, I, I started to lose hope. So you you felt defeated. You lost hope. And, uh, you know, the company had issues. You said they laid off staff, they're dropping staff. So obviously, you know, there was probably doubt in your mind that MLM doesn't work or some of your negative, you know, your skeptical friends, oh, Rachel, I told you so, right? So when you got approached again, why did you go back to network marketing again, especially with that bad experience? Yeah. And, and you know, I, I wasn't really exposed to other MLM industry leaders. So you're right. I mean, I thought that my first company, that was it. And if I couldn't make it there, then I'm not going anywhere else. That's really how I felt. So, you know, it was a trusted friend of mine who called me and who she's actually now my business partner, Marina Simone. She called me up and she told me about the company that I'm in now. And at the time, I was stressed out from from work, you know, having a full-time job, working for someone who, you know, it was a very high stress job. And, um, you know, not only that, but I felt defeated and I felt like, how can I start all over again? You know, like I just, I don't know, I felt so downtrodden. And um, I guess, Simon, it was my belief in the back of my head, I knew that people were successful in network marketing. I knew that it could happen. And so I trusted the, the mission of the owners of the company that we're in now. And I, you know, just after doing research about what they stand for and the story behind them, I, it started to get me excited. So I didn't lose all hope entirely. And I thought, well, what do I have to lose? Let me just, you know, try this and, and kind of see where it goes. And then before he knew it, it just, I, you know, it was like wild horses couldn't stop me. And we just ran like crazy. So you talk about you had massive 
momentum. You were running like crazy. What were you doing while you were quote unquote running like crazy? Because you were able to leave your job in five months. So what was your day? You know, what was your typical day like? What were some of the things you did? <laughs> Man, I wish I could remember. It was like a big, <laughs> <laughs> a blur. No, but uh, you know, my job. I, I traveled, you know, I live in New Jersey and I traveled to New York City every day. So I had some time during that commute to make phone calls. And I, you know, in between seeing my doctors, I would be on three-way calls and on Facebook, you know, our, our company, we work a lot with social media. So it was, it was pretty easy for me to kind of be on Facebook when I probably should have been doing my job. But ironically enough, I, I jumped up to number 10 rep in the company once I put in my resignation because I wasn't stressed anymore. It was the funniest thing. They're like, are you sure you want to leave? And I said, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, we just did a lot of everything. You know, a lot. I, I'm a big call uh, phone person. I'm not a big, um, you know, uh, home event type of person. I'm more of a, I'm just going to gonna get on the, the phone and call and do a ton of three-way calls. And that's what I did in the beginning. And a lot of it. <laughs> Tell, share a story in your journey where you had like a major aha moment. What maybe it was your first company or right now what you're doing. You know, take us back to the time of your life and what was like the light bulb moment and then you kind of got it and then things really took off. So I was thinking about that. I actually have to say it was with the, the first company that I was with going to my first event, the company event, I had never been to something like that before. And, you know, I was like this wide eyed cat, you know, just going there and seeing all these like minded people and, you know, seeing the leaders on stage, and hearing their stories, and knowing that they're, you know, some of the top leaders in the company, and thinking to myself, I am not any different than them. And that's when it kind of hit me that I can do this. I can be successful at this. So that was definitely a huge aha moment. I remember looking back, that's a, you know, that's something I'll never forget because, and I think about that too, you know, when I bring people to an event like this, that's what, that's, those are the kind of things they're thinking too, you know, like I can do this. If they can do it, I can do it. Yeah, that's why events are the livelihood of your MLM business. The MLM Nation, if you're listening to this, you have to attend your company events. Uh, you have to. And, you know, just to share, when I was building and I had sponsored someone, and if I sponsored you and you didn't make a commitment to go to the company's convention, I just didn't work with you. And Because, you know, Rachel, I'm sure you've never met anyone that made, and we're not going to talk about millions, just talk about like $500 a week. Right? Have you ever met anyone that makes more than five hundred dollars a week every single week who's never been to an event? <laughs> no, never. Right. So if you don't go to an event, you're basically guaranteed to fail. So you're wasting your time. You're wasting your upline's time. You might as well just quit the business and or be a customer for life. You know. So make sure you attend events, events, events. Um, let's take a share another story. What would you consider to be a proudest moment in network marketing, Rachel? Uh, well, you know, I've had a lot of proud moments. I'm kind of like, I'm a very, I am a mother, but I'm, I also feel like my distributors are my children. And I would say, you know, one of my promoters who, when I first introduced this to her, she was very skeptical, um, you know, quote unquote, didn't like to sell, didn't really understand or like network marketing and just seeing her go from that mindset to being recognized as the rank that she's at, you know, almost at the top, you know, it's just, it's such a, an amazing feeling, you know, and seeing her and the way she, she talks about her belief and, and how, you know, solid she is where she is in her business and, you know, hearing her on company calls. It's just, it's such an awesome feeling to see that with all my leaders. Yes, definitely. Cause this business is really about helping people and being Absolutely. able to be able to see people like who come from very little skills, a lot of, you know, doubt, self doubt, and be able to really achieve the potential is really incredible feeling. Now I have to ask you this cause you grew up in New York, correct? <laughs> yes. Yes. So you lived in Brooklyn. We, we, this is the, we were having a conversation before we went live. You lived in Manhattan. You lived in Brooklyn. So there's a certain type of um, 
belief that Northeast people are harder to sign up because you know they're more skeptical as opposed to people out west, like in Utah, California, or down south in Texas. Do you find that true, or is it really just mindset issues? Yeah, I don't find that to be true. Um, you know, I feel like it's all about building rapport with people and talking with people. And yeah, New Yorkers get a bad rap about being rude. And, and that might be the case, in, you know, especially, you know, if you're driving in the city, that's one thing. <laughs> but, you know, when you're actually, you know, with people and you talk with people, you know, they're some of the most generous and kind and authentic people you'll ever meet. And it's really about building that rapport and finding a connection. And, and that's, you know, that's the most important thing, no matter where you come from. Yeah. And I think one thing I like about New Yorkers, of course, I have to say that because I'm from New York, right? Uh, but you know, there's a saying about New Yorkers who are proud to be from New York. But once we move out to like sunny California, like we're proud to be from New York, but we never go back. Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we love the weather. <laughs> but I think one one thing about New Yorkers, like they like you said, they may, they may be they may be very direct. Sometimes they may be you know seem like quote unquote mean, but they'll give you a yes and no answer right away. They won't give you you know. I find like a lot most of my New York prospects, either when I was building, were less wishy washy, right? Like. I can't stand prospects that give you the maybes cause just because they don't want to hurt your feelings. And they, yeah. they end up wasting more time because you never know whether to cross them off your list. So New Yorkers, if they're not interested, they'll tell you right there and you can boom, move on. And I think yep. that actually is a benefit because this business is all about moving on to the next prospect. Yeah, no, I'll agree with that 100%. And also, they're really good at giving referrals, too. You know, I, I do that a lot. You know, when I talk to people and maybe they're not interested, I'll say, well, who do you know? Who do you know who's entrepreneurial minded that, you know, you could put me in, in touch with? So, you know, because New Yorkers love to connect. They're also natural connectors. They like to connect with other people. So, you know, that's that's what I found, too. Well, definitely. It. If you live in Manhattan, everyone's like living so closely, like packed, right? They're packed mm-hmm. together. So you have to be good net- communicators, good networkers. And uh, you're definitely very efficient because unlike living in the country, I mean, one New York City block, you have probably more people living in that part. You can have more people living in an apartment building than in some towns in Texas. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> What's the one thing that excites you the most about network marketing now, Rachel? Oh, wow. There's so much. Um, you know, it's trending. It's not taboo like it was before. You know, some of the products that are in network marketing are featured on some TV shows, you know, that you'll see every day. Dr. Oz, Kelly and Michael, you know, it, so that's exciting to me that finally, you know, people are recognizing this as, you know, an industry that is real. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm all about proving people wrong. I love to prove people wrong and the naysayers wrong. And, and also empowering women, empowering other mothers that are home with their kids and they want purpose. They want to be purposeful other than just being a mother, not saying that, that there's no purpose in that, but, um, you know, I love to be able to inspire other moms and this is a great opportunity, this type of business to be able to do that. And also to be the example to, you know, fire your boss and, um, I love that I'm able to share that with people too, because there's so many people out there that hate, that they loathe what they do. And it's so sad when you think about all, all the time you spend going to work every single day and missing out on time with your family to do something that you absolutely hate. I mean, that's really, really sad. So that excites me to be able to empower people, to give them a chance, an opportunity to be able to live their own lives, have their own freedoms, and to do what they want, when they want, with whoever however they want. And it also, I feel validated as a black sheep because I've, I've always felt like a black sheep. I've never been able to really kind of um, feel like, you know, validated in how I feel about you know, not liking a boss and wanting to do my own thing. And so network marketing has been able to kind of encompass all those things for me. And now I'm able to actually put my finger on it, sink my teeth into it and share it with others. And, you know, entrepreneurialism too is trending. It's, I mean, look at Shark Tank, you know, it's one of my favorite shows, probably my favorite show. And, um, you know, we're here to fight mediocrity and, and that's what I love. And that's what I'm so excited about. And also too, Simon, you know, being friends with you and, 
and being a part of your show, listening to your show, and also with um, Ark Jonak and being a part of Mastermind and just, you know, going to these events and meeting other industry leaders and, you know, sharing in their stories and just connecting with like-minded people. To me, that is so exciting. I look forward to those events and, you know, just feeding off of everyone's energy and just learning from one another. It's really, really exciting. Well, you mentioned black sheep. Now you know you're on ML Nation. You're no longer the black sheep. Or actually, it's 90 million black sheep with you. So <laughs> I think that's it's a the black case. sheep colony. <laughs> <laughs> so you brought up a good point. Like it's all about your surroundings, environment, right? You listen to the ML Nation podcast. You go into the mastermind event. You're, you're networking. You go to generic events, networking with other leaders. Um, what would you recommend to most distributors who are like most of their friends are negative, their close friends and the people, their colleagues are negative, but and you know that if, as long as you keep hanging around that crowd, they're going to be stuck because they're going to be down. They will feel like they're the black sheep. So what would you recommend for them to do? I would say, you know, ditch them like a bad habit because, <laughs> you know, you just don't want to be around negative people and people that are naysayers. And it's unfortunate. I've had to do the same thing. I mean, even within my own family, not immediate family, but you know, it's once you become, uh, once you start doing self-development, once you, you know, ha- have experienced network marketing and, and you work on yourself, you start to clearly see, you know, the kind of people that you don't want to be around because you're more aware of things like making excuses, um, committing to your word, you know, um, just all these qualities that you're, you're trying to develop and, you know, self-talk, the language that you use, and you start to become more aware of people around you who aren't like that. And, you know, then they start to rub off on you and you don't want that. You want to improve yourself as a person and transform internally, you know? So I would say just weed them out. You don't need them. There's so many people in this world that, can lift you up and empower you and compliment you as a person so that you can grow with your friends. Let me ask you this. You talk about these negative uh, family, right? Not immediate family, but the negative. Have anyone like become enlightened? I mean, they see your success. Have, they, have anyone become enlightened and all of a sudden open to network marketing or they're still negative? Yeah, they have. Yeah, they have. Um, you know, I, I try to stay away from family too much because it's, it's sometimes it's a little bit too close to comfort, but exactly, <laughs> you know, it's better off just, you know, just stay there and, and watch my success. And, you know, it, but yeah, I mean, people have definitely seen, um, and that is to me is, is one of the best feelings is to be able to kind of prove to people that, this industry is awesome and it, and it does work, you know, because with my first company, I worked, you know, my butt off and I didn't get to where I wanted to go. And everyone knew me and, and associated me with that company. And, you know, that, that was kind of one of my challenges with my network of, of friends and family, because, um, you know, it was kind of like, they saw me and they saw that I didn't get to where I wanted to go in that company, but it didn't let, that didn't let me, um, you know, it didn't hold me back. It actually fueled my fire even more. It made me want to be that much more successful, that much faster. So, so that's why the haters is a reason for haters because they motivate you to prove them wrong. Right? Yeah. Yep. You know, ML nation, Rachel brought up a really important thing. Like if you haven't noticed in all these, you know, leaders that we heard in these past episodes, Every one of them are really, really, really picky in who they spend time with. Mm-hmm. Because the people, like we always talk at this show, the five people you spend the most time with, they determine your future, they determine your destiny. And like Rachel says, you have to weed people out. And so stop, don't think about, oh, I'm going to change the person. Because most likely, they, you know, you, even if you have best intentions, you're not going to change them, that they change you. And I always love to share the stories. I kind of got a recovering alcoholic. He's hanging out in a bar with 10 alcoholics. You know, no matter how strong your willpower is, those 10 people are going to influence that person. So don't even risk it. Just And a lot of you say you want to attract better quality prospects. You know, I want to attract better people, better leaders in your business. You cannot attract more without letting go of the old. 
And because simply it's just not enough time. So I think that's one of the things that you want to emphasize. You want to write down, you know, jot it down or just re-listen to this and listen to Rachel, like weed out the negative people because, um, because, you know, in this business, Rachel, we go through a lot of, we go through rejection, we go through up and downs, right? And so if you have these negative people coming at you, it doesn't really motivate you to build a business. Now, I want to uh, ask you one, go back to another story. Aside from that first company, what was the worst experience, worst moment you had in network marketing? <laughs> okay. So it was about when I first started with with my first company, I uh, I was planning a, a big meeting for a leader that was flying into town and you know, I, I had a couple of, of distributors underneath me already. And of course, you know, I invited them and told them to invite people to, to hear them. And it was at a gym. And, you know, I rented 100 chairs for this event. And I emailed and, and flyered and, you know, I invited, I don't know how many people, a lot. And, um, you know, it was a rainy day. I unloaded all those chairs by myself and put them up and seven people showed to this event. <laughs> so, you know, the moral of the story was, uh, first of all, you know, it's good to be enthusiastic. Um, you want to be a little realistic, um, but, you know, confirm, call people, make sure they're coming and, and, and also invite in depth. So, you know, have your distributors invite their people and coach them on what to do. You know, don't just email people and expect people to come. You have to call them and remind them. And sometimes you have to beg people to come to your event, you know, for support. But, you know, that was, that was a pretty steep lesson, but you know what, Simon, it, it built my character in this. And, you know, the leader that came up, he was really cool about it. He wasn't upset or anything. And, you know, because we all go through this. And I tell that, I tell this to my distributors now, you know, when they have a meeting and only one person shows up, I'm like, wow, that's awesome. (laughs) I'm like, like, I've had, you know, cases where no one showed up. And that's, that's good. Everyone has those moments. So, you know, that's, that was kind of one of my worst moments. I didn't have to many though so <laughs> so of those seven people how many were distributors how many were guests <laughs> oh that's funny uh probably about four five <laughs> so, you, so you did have one or two guests there right <laughs> yeah and they're probably running wild. the weather, weather must be really bad because there's 93 empty chairs yeah exactly <laughs> so did anyone sign up in that meeting oh goodness i don't remember that's a good question i don't remember <laughs> It was a good meeting, though. We stayed for an hour and a half afterwards just talking. So Yeah, so you see, MLM Nation, it happens to the best of the best. You can be yep. like a top income earner. People just don't show up. And you can – there's people who – I'm sure, Rachel, they, they said they were going to show up. They promised they're going to show up, and they, but they still don't show up, right? <laughs> All right, uh, as we go towards the end of the show, I'm going to ask you a couple questions to pick your brain. Okay. okay. So what's one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Ooh, well, it depends on the time of day and my mood. I have a lot, but I'm going to share with you one by someone who I admire so much and um, Jim Rohn, of course. I love uh, listening to Jim Rohn. I could listen to him for for days, but um, the quote is, let others lead small lives, but not you. Let others argue over small things, but not you. Let others cry over small hurts, but not you. Let others leave their future in someone else's hands, but not you. Mm, that is a good one. And we will get that transcribed and put it on the show notes page because that is worth reading over and over again. Thank you for that. That is uh, it's deep. That's good. So, Rachel, what is one success habit that's helped you become successful? Well, Definitely, definitely personal development. I make it my job to listen to something every single day. I'm not a big reader, and it's not because I don't know how to read. <laughs> it's just that with two kids under the age of five and, you know, 
Um, lots going on in my business. I get easily distracted. I'm more of an audio type of person. So I could literally, you know, multitask while I'm driving my car and listening to something. So I'm huge into audible audio CDs, podcasts, and it's definitely has, I, I attribute my success to, like they say, turning a, turning my car into a university on wheels. So I soak it up like a sponge. I don't listen to the radio. You know, as much as I love music, I just, I listen to anything that is self-development related and I apply it. You know, I work really hard on applying what I learn. I love that. I love that. And uh, yeah, if you're like a mom with two young kids, that's the only way to do it. It's like, listen to training during your downtime, like, you know, while driving or you're doing the dishes or whatever you're doing, like multitasking, that's the best time for trainings. What's the best piece of advice you ever got, Rachel? So the best piece of advice is a word called next. And, you know, along with that word, obviously, is not trying to convince people of your opportunity or your product. And also the four S's, some will, some some won't, so what, someone's waiting. And those two pieces of advice, in the beginning especially, you know, is something that I've passed on, obviously, in teaching and coaching my distributors. And it's a, it's powerful, you know, because that's what this business is about. It's about sifting and sorting. It's not about convincing. And also to, you know, keeping your signal high. And when you're in a great mood and when you're feeling good, that's the time that you should share. It's not when you're feeling low and you have to drag yourself to call someone. It's when you feel good and you want to share because people can feel your vibration and they feel your signal. And people know when you're smiling, even over the phone. So, you know, that's also really important. And then one last piece of advice was, um, you know, keeping your emotions at bay. And that's actually something I learned from Tony Robbins and Jim Rohn, you know, becoming a master of your emotions. And, you know, I think that's kind of easier for Northeasterners to do because we're a little maybe jaded in some ways. But, you know, keeping your emotions at bay because this could be a very emotional business. We're dealing with people, you know, and it could be our best friend that lets us down and we get disappointed. Or, you know, it could be someone that comes in our business who's, you know, this whale and all of a sudden we're like on this high you know, but then we could be knocked down, you know, in, in a moment. And, you know, with that, it's so important to keep emotionally level so that you can still be focused on the end goal. So um, a few things there, Simon, but those are those are definitely some advices that I've taken to heart. Super. Good stuff. What... Um... What is your favorite prospecting tool you use, Rachel? So if someone's interested, just so you have a relationship with them, they want to learn more, do you sit down with them, show a newsletter, a magazine, a flip chart, or you send them an online video through email, or you do a webinar? What do you like? My favorite is one-on-one and, and speaking with people, complimenting people, um, you know, just having that connection. I'm, I'm kind of old school like that. I believe that that is absolutely the best tool is, is complimenting, building rapport. And I use the phone a lot. Three-way phone calls is a huge tool. Recently, we were our company and my business partner and I were featured in Prosper Magazine for the first time. So that's, that's kind of my tangible tool that I use as a follow-up. But, you know, first tool, absolutely hands down, is either a three-way call or a one-on-one. So when you do, when you do the one-on-one, what, um, how are you presenting to that person? So say if I sit down with you at the Starbucks, what you show up, show me your iPad, or you do you use them, the Prosper magazine, what, what would you use? You know, it, really just finding that connection with people. And and asking pre-qualifying questions and talking with them and just finding out what makes them tick. Because, you know, if you put yourself in that prospect's place and here you are, you know, showing them videos, you know, I, I mean, I connect with people when people connect with me and they ask questions about me, you know, and they and I find that they really want to get to know me because people love to talk about themselves. So if you allow that to happen and you find that common ground with someone, they're going to end up selling themselves to you, you know, just by asking the right questions. And so, 
you know, some pre-qualifying questions I would ask is, you know, have you obviously after you develop a foundation, you know, you ask about the family, you talk about where they went to school, where did they grow up? Um, you know, what would you love to do if you, if you could, you know, just kind of asking those types of questions. And then, you know, have you ever thought about owning your own business? Do you keep your options open to additional streams of income? You know, and then another one I've been asking lately is, have you ever read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad? And, you know, just asking that question, either they'll say yes, and and it'll be easier to talk with them because they know they're going to understand residual income and leveraged income, or two, they're going to say no. And why do you ask? What's in that book? And then it'll open up a whole other conversation. So I'm going to dig deeper. So just say you and I connected. Obviously, you know, we have a connection. You lived in Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. You lived in Manhattan. I lived there with New Yorkers. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I want to learn more about your business and your products. So what would you show me? Uh, I would actually, our business, we have a, a, a product that is um, transformational physically. And so we, I would show them pictures. Pictures are like stories. Mm. So you know, I would show them pictures instead of words and just, again, connecting with those people and showing them, um, you know, what these products have done for these people. So definitely using the story, the testimonial, or I would, you know, introduce them to my upline and get them on the phone with people. I'm really old fashioned that way, Simon. I'm not really into showing them videos or, you know, anything like that, you know, call me, call me old fashioned, but I believe that connecting with people and, and that's why we're network marketers. We connect people with other people. So if I'm sitting down with someone, I'm going to find an opportunity to get my upline on the phone with that person. I, I love it. I really love it because it brings back memories of how I built my business like 12 years ago. Anyone who's interested, I'll connect to the upline and the upline will basically give a presentation on the phone, right? Like connect with the prospect, talk a little bit about the business and stuff but i think in the you know last couple of years we've moved away from that and network marketing like you said rachel is really a relationship business and as the more and more people just do it like lazy way sending videos links and stuff like that by having a conversation you sell yourself better because people are always buying you and you really stand out a lot better so i think it's brilliant now what's one of your favorite apps or online resources that you could recommend like uh, do you use like evernote dropbox what do you like you know, listening to your show, a lot of people saying that they use Evernote. I got to get into this Evernote thing because I don't. I use the Notes app on my phone, which comes with my iPhone. Um, you know, I, I we use Facebook a lot, and, and normally, I guess if I wasn't in my company, I wouldn't be using Facebook too much. But I use we use Facebook a lot as part of our business. We use webinars. My my business partner Marina and I we use, we do a lot of webinars. I love webinars because. We, you know, and that's go to meet, go to meeting. I think it's called. Um, I love it because we could do a, a virtual meeting anywhere, no matter where you are. So we use that. We've used Google Hangout. We use Skype. We do. We post a lot of our webinars on YouTube. So we have a YouTube channel. And my newest and latest favorite is Periscope. And um, so you can follow me on Periscope. Awesome. <laughs> but I just, I think I, I posted my first broadcast today. So it was fun. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to learn more about how to use it. Hopefully cool. I broadcast myself doing something I don't want people to see. But <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, gotta, I love Evernote. We got to talk afterwards. Um, and I can, I'll be more than happy to help you with Evernote. I mean, Evernote is awesome. It's like a digital file cabinet. You throw everything in there. And then you just pull anywhere from your iPad, iPhone, or a computer and post it right up. So uh, and if you need help, I'll definitely help you out with that. Oh, I'm, te- I'm totally taking you up on that, Simon. <laughs> you know, because I, I just went to my, uh, my oldest son, his singing concert, and they have a program. So I just take a picture of my phone and I put it into Evernote. And of course, oh, you can, cool. so the years, I mean, I even have like takeout menus. They all take the pictures and then you put it in Evernote. There's, 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 if you want to go to the next level, there's actually a scanner. Which basically, ML Nation, I'm doing free network marketing here, right? We're giving referrals, but I'm not getting paid by Evernote. But there's a scanner by Fujitsu that is like 500 bucks. You scan it in, and they'll scan everything all into Evernote. And mm-hmm. so I have appliances like, you know, um, refrigerator, my dish, your washer, all those manuals. They're just driving me crazy in, the, in my house. I basically took all the staples, and I scanned them, and it scans like 25 pages a minute. 
and it all went to Evernote. So, you know, wow. like, like my bike trailer for my buggy, for my kids. So one day I didn't know how to set it up. I just pulled my iPhone, just type in bike trailer, and boom, it po- po- the whole manual pulled po- po- up, and I was in the garage and setting it up. So, Wow, you're good. I just throw all those manuals out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's because you're lucky you have someone else doing that work for you. You don't need to do that. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so we will talk later. I'll be more than happy to help you with Evernote. All right. Awesome. So um, two other questions, two last questions. I know you don't read much, but you say you do, you do listen to audiobooks, right? Mm-hmm. What's one audiobook or book you could recommend to ML Nation? Oh, I have so many to recommend. I Oh, my goodness. I have so many. But um, let's see. My, I mean, one of my favorites, How to Win Friends and Influence People, uh, The Compound Effect, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. But um, one that has really impacted me, well, okay, so The Magic of Thinking Big, I love that book. Oh, my goodness. Actually, the audio is so much better. I've done both. It's it's funny. The character, the, the voice, his voice sounds like a Looney Tunes character. <laughs> so you get more when you get the audio because they, you know, they'll say more things in there that the book doesn't. But the the best book i think the most recent book that i've read and that i absolutely love is called how to build network marketing leaders by big al i love this book have you ever read this book simon yes very very good mm. by big it al. is so good i tell all my leaders you have to read this or listen to it it's like a shot of growth hormone to become a leader it's so so good and ML Nation, I know you love audio since you're listening to this podcast. So if you haven't read it, you can get amazing free audiobooks like the Big Al books for free at mlmnationbook.com. That is mlmnationbook.com. So Rachel, here's the last question. The, and you know it's coming. The million <laughs> dollar question. You ready? I'm ready. Before we go to the million dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business. And I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important. And that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad with my kids. And also have the time to give back and produce these ML Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing. And you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So some, here's some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven code market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure clothes. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close, because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal, and I used that six-figure close, and he joined, and now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This three different days at four different times. So they can so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. 
So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million-dollar MLM business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Okay, so I'm going to tell you a couple things I'm going to do. So first, I'll get myself on Facebook, and I'll join all kinds of social groups and start friending people so that now I have a big social media base of friends. Then I would start my own meetup, not just join meetups. I would start my own meetup online, and I would teach them things I know about entrepreneurialism and how to start your own network marketing business. So I would attract people that are like-minded like that. And then I would physically join, you know, a Pilates studio, a gym, any kind of studio where there's going to be a lot of people, maybe an equestrian center. I love to ride horses. And I would find local celebrities within those types of businesses And I would go right to those people that have influence over other people, fitness instructors, you know, the owners of the gyms or whatever. And, and then I, you know, I live close to New York, so I'd find other social events that are going on and just start networking with people. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you, Rachel? Sure. Um, You know, just keep going and never ever ever give up and if you want what if you want what people have then you have to do what they've done to get there and just be a sponge you know if you're new to network marketing be a sponge be coachable be teachable and just have fun don't take yourself too seriously Um, To get in touch with me, you could probably, I guess, just look me up on Facebook. And I do have have a website. I don't really use it very often, but it's rachelortense.com. My business partner, Marina, and I have a Facebook uh, page. It's called Dream Team Network. So you can look us up there on Facebook. And, you know, just Google, I guess. You'll find me on on, uh, YouTube and uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, all that good stuff social media. <laughs> ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Rachel Hortense. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Rachel at the search bar and the show notes will pop right up. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Rachel, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with MLM Nation. I've had a blast. Thank you so much, Simon. Rachel, ML Nation, we're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, and God bless you. You too. ML Nation, I'm just thrilled from that episode of just, you know, the belief builder of hearing people from even my hometown become successful. Because there is a stigma, I'm telling you, that New Yorkers or certain types of people aren't, you know, into network marketing, they're hard to sign up, or it's harder for companies to penetrate that area. And just Rachel just proved it wrong. You know, she's built a very good business in a very, very short amount of time in the backyards of where I used to live, you know, in Brooklyn, in Manhattan, in New Jersey. That's where, that's where her grounds are. So, again... If you have a mindset, I think the main takeaway for me is like if you have a mindset, oh, uh, New Yorkers or certain, you know, or your this place or this town is hard to sign up people, it's all in the mind because there's always someone, forever, for whatever excuse you're giving, there's going to be someone that's making it happen. So, Rachel, thanks for, uh, you know, give me showing some New Yorkers, at least, again, like I said on the show, I live in California, I live in LA now, but I'm proud to be from New York, showing some New York, former, uh, former New Yorkers or transplants some love. So a couple of takeaways there is just, you know, uh, Rachel, we have a lot in common, self-development. She's fanatic about self-development, audiobooks, podcasts, you know, ML Nation. Uh, she's listened to like almost every episode. And uh, she actually reached out to me, say, hey, I want to be on the show. And I looked up her background. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, you definitely need to be on the show after what you've achieved in such a short amount of time. So, and she's a mother. She has two kids under five, but she's doing the business of nicks and crannies. The self the self development is doing multitasking when she's driving, when she's you know running errands and stuff like that. So, you know, 
your best time for training is during your downtime. Another thing I liked about what Rachel said was three-way calls, right? It's about relationships. And I really, really believe that. If you want to stand out, just do the opposite of what other people are doing. And it seems like nowadays no one uses the phone. Everyone's texting. Everyone's Facebook messaging. People don't even email anymore, right? So if you want to stand out, just, you know, Rachel does three-way calls. Different, and, but that's such a more personal connection. Instead of just sending links here and there, she actually talks on the phone, explains it, uh, and builds that connection. And I think that's one one big, big, big takeaway we can all learn from Rachel. So, uh, if you like that show, make sure you reach out to Rachel. Go to mlnation.net, type in Rachel at the search uh, search bar, and uh, it'll come right up. And contact her, thank her. Um, she has a very dynamic presence on Facebook. That's all I'm going to say. Very dynamic, very good follow-up skills as well. And just I know that just from the content, contacting, reaching out, how quickly she takes action. And if you like the show, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. That makes sure the episodes get downloaded to your phone. Or you can go to Stitcher if you're on an Android phone. So it downloaded to your phone automatically while you sleep so you don't miss any episodes. And then the biggest compliment, I know... You know, a lot of you have been sharing it. Oh, yes, please, thank you. That's what makes me happy. I was just sharing with Rachel right after the call that you know, ML Nation takes tremendous amounts of time to do three episodes um, a week. And by the way, the average podcast supposed to last only six episodes. And even right now, we're at episode fifty-three. Right? I actually lost track. Is it fifty-three? Um, yes, it's fifty-three. Right? So we keep going. I'm one thing that you you're asking about my success habits is consistency. If I can't be consistent, I just don't get into it. But once I make that decision, I'm never quitting. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to outlast everyone. And I want to make it better and better. So yeah, so you think these shows are better than the early ones? And I, I think so, because I think I've been better as an interviewer, just like prospecting. I got better and better. I think I'm better and better as a host. And so give me that feedback. You know, Leave a review. Let me know. That would be actually very interesting to see what you all say. Um, so yeah, the best thing you can do is share it. Uh, give it to your up-down lines, cross lines, share with prospects. Very inspiring. That, that's what motivates me. That's why I do what I do. Just uh, making a bigger impact. And network marketing allows me to make a positive impact. And I need your help to share this. You know, inspire someone or build a belief because each episode is a huge belief builder. So that's it for this show. Thank you again, Emily for your time. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for listening. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take.